This episode sponsored by Manscaped.com. Use the promo code OPIE, O-P-I-E, to get 20% off. And it's also sponsored by VincheroWatches.com. You spell it V-I-N-C-E-R-O, VincheroWatches.com. Use the promo code OPIE at checkout. And now on with the show. Actually, I want to jump in for a second. This episode I uh, I put together... And I got to be honest with you, man, I had a lot of fun doing it and laughing, but I also was crying, and you'll understand in a minute here. We got to hang out with Tony Robbins, and when I mean we, it was me, Vic Henley, Sherrod Small, and the great and terribly missed Carl, who lives on through all of us. Enjoy the episode. Tony Robbins right off the bat. Biggie Smalls 20 years ago today. We lost yeah, yeah. We lost the man, the legend. So. I, I love like it when yesterday. you call me Big Papa. <laughs> yeah. There we go. <laughs> How you guys doing? Yeah, yeah, Tony Robbins. Hey, 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 buddy. Uh, we can do this. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. We do it. Looking like right new money. Look exactly. at Let me hold something, Tony. You know you got money on you. <laughs> he doesn't have, he, he just has money now. Jesus. New, old, and all around. I got one. You just look rich. I got one, man. You look rich. God damn it, you look rich. I never knew his head was this big. I heard, I heard, look, I heard it was all, look, look at that. Look at that. Look at that right there. Look at that hand. Luckily, my cock is bigger. In your dreams, baby. In your dreams. He's proportionate. Ask your ex-wife. Wow. I'll put my size 16 shoe with arms for you, brother. He's proportionate, though. He's got the huge hands, the big head, the big. Exactly. You got a long torso. Large man with a large reach. He's a very large man. Man. We got a lot going on here, though. We got a guy in the corner that his whole life changed because of you. I think how many years ago, Carl? Twenty years ago. Twenty years, 20 years ago. Uh, with, wow. Uh, one weekend that drastically changed my life. Uh, did you go to seminar? I, I did. I was at your seminar. Why? Why did it change your life twenty years ago? Well, uh, I'll tell you. I. I uh, you shot big. I was working. Uh, <laughs> Working a job I, I wasn't crazy about, uh, living check to check, and um, just really scared about the outlook of, of life. And, you know, halfway through the weekend, I'm like, wow, these are the answers to everything I, I've really been questioning yeah. my whole life. Yeah. Oh, my God. So, What kind of job were you doing that you didn't like? I, I was in a, a union uh, doing construction. I right. worked at an uh, oil refinery not far from here. And um, it was it was a little depressing to say the least. Right. And what did you change? What did I change? I set a higher standard for myself and um, and got a mentor. And um, you know, I latched onto a guy with uh, about eight hundred apartments. Jewish fella. Mr. Waldstein, I'm back, baby. (laughs) (laughs) True. We're still uh, the best of friends uh, today. Um, And, um, you know, I started with an eight family, and, you know, a few years later, I got another one, and another one, and another one, and now I have 32 and property management. And and are you like a millionaire now off of this? Yeah, yeah, yes. Let me hold something. (laughs) Tony, you hear that? No hesitation. He <laughs> went right for it. Millionaire. Yes. Tony just turns back on you. He's done with you. Yes. He's oh, you're not a billionaire? Forget it. 
You wasted Mr. Rump's time. <laughs> Tony's had it with you. Uh, he wants to sell some books now. <laughs> Let's do it. No, Carl told me that he would get emotional just meeting you today. Oh, that's that's the effect you have on that's people. Amazing. This is close. I love that. You, tears are right there. <laughs> and then we had to make a joke and get you laughing. He was close to crying right in front of everybody there, Sherrod. That's because Sherrod. Cry for us. <laughs> yeah, cry. <laughs> cry, millionaire, cry. <laughs> the last time Tony was in here, uh, it, it was over your documentary, which I, I want to oh. say again was amazing. Absolutely amazing. Do you have any updates on any of those people in the documentary? Yeah, I do, actually. Yeah, I see them all. I just got, in fact, two days ago, I got a picture. It's, it's, uh, it's on Netflix if you haven't seen it. It's called Tony Robbins, I'm Not Your Guru. The woman who, wow. if you remember, was in the that incredibly difficult, insane cult that's called Children of God. Yes. Where oh. they teach children they have to have oh. sex with the, the, the elders. elders. Oh. Her sister that? committed suicide. Oh. She went in. She, what? If you saw her today... She is a. She looks like a different person, but more beautiful. I brought her to a seminar, and she shared her experience, and she's doing so well, and she got another person out of the cult, so it's pretty phenomenal. And she's doing great. It's doing the, awesome. Oh, that wow. Was, that really was a awesome. tearjerker when she told her story. My wow. God. But, uh, the cult? The cult yeah, yeah, the cult lady. Yeah, it was, yeah. It was rough. So that's, that's, they teach the children to, to have sex with awful. the elders. Yes. I just, I just got back Lord two weekends ago. I can't say where because uh, I can't put somebody in danger, but there's a group called the Underground Railroad. <laughs> Why do you look right at me, Tony, when you brought it up? <laughs> oh, you look like one of the perpetrators. Bye bye, Sharad. Sharad gets locked up. Nice. I'm robbing people with just Seminole. <laughs> it's actually, it's it's an amazing group. They they're former CIA, FBI, and SEAL Team Six guys that are going in and they get girls and boys out of slavery. There's more slavery wow. today yes. in the world than yes. any time in history. So I've been supporting this group, and I went down undercover with them to this third world country. I mean, I had a big scar on my face and makeup, professional makeup from a movie makeup person. And we we went over a period of three days, and we brought out 36 kids that were Fuck. girls. Nine to 13 chained to beds and having to have sex where the entire was this? Life. In America? No. no, not in America. Can't I can't, say. can't say where it was. We freed 13. I mean, we freed 36, but then we've caught 13 and two of the biggest perpetrators in that country. It's the biggest bust in the history of that country. Wow. So it's just crazy the world we live in, you know? But if you have the skill and if, or if you have the caring, you can do just about anything because there's so many smart people out there. And these guys, you really see the best of what the CIA can do when you watch an operation like this. It'd blow your mind. Let me ask you a, a wow. question about those people the, that do that type of work. Are they affected? I mean, they oh, obviously are doing good because yeah. they, they, they see results, but they also see probably hundreds of you other girls the that, that they can't, that, you know, save, unfortunately. I just my own experience. It was the worst thing I've ever done and the best thing, the ugliest and the most beautiful. Wow. Dealing with these guys, because I've dealt with them directly, and yeah. it was me, I, just, I had to do everything not to bash their faces in, you know, but then I'd be in jail and not them, right? So I practiced my head. I was going to deal with it. But Holy you talk shit. to these guys, and they're just, once you've done it, you, you keep doing it because it's just also the most rewarding thing to watch these girls be freed, right. crying, laughing. I mean, the change in them. I mean, it's just, yeah. it's, it, it's inhuman. And it happens to the boys, too. There are just girls in this group, but boys, right. too. It's wild. So, you know, those are some of the passions. So, so unshakable, by the way. Sure. The, just so you know, I'm donating, just like in my last book, 100% of the profits. I got a $5 million advance. I donated it all, and I fed 50 million people, and then I added a check to it. So two years in a row, I've fed 200 million people each. We're going to field 100 Jeez. million with this. So if you get this book, you'll change your life, but you'll also it, feed 50 people. It's, it's just like Carl wow. bringing four Cuban sandwiches for us. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Much grander scale. I, I'll buy, listen, I've been collecting watches. Listen, I've been collecting watches my whole life. Yes. That's right? what I'm going to do. The watch that you're wearing, yeah. I, I have 10 Panerais. They won't even take it out of the case for me. 
<laughs> really? You know really? the watch he has yes. on. That that if that you can put a microphone on that watch, it'll give you a success story. That's what I <laughs> <laughs> wow. Tony, let me have your watch, man. You don't need that wow. watch. Give me that watch. It changed my life. <laughs> I always ask myself, who the f- I go to the store and I'm like, who the fuck buys this Panerai? Tony Robbins. <laughs> well, well, I'm talking money. Nah, actually, my wife bought it for me, See? believe it or not, for my yeah. birthday a few years ago. That's it was, a good gift. It was the second one in the country, so she was yeah. she really did something special. Yeah. A couple hundred thou. Yeah. Wow. He's God, doing well. I'll buy your book. <laughs> <laughs> There's certain things that trigger me. I'm like, wow. I got tased the last time I looked at that watch. I'm buying it. <laughs> so you got to have a good time. You got to have a good watch. That's right. Tony, we only got the book literally today. So no I, problem. I, I like uh, reading the books ahead of time. And, uh, you know, like I said, I watched your documentary before you came in here. But Unshakable, I don't know much about. I know it's about getting rich, obviously. I, I hate writing books. I haven't written a book in 20 years. But I wrote this one because... In the last two years, I've seen so much fear. I, I actually interviewed Fed Chief Alan Greenspan. If you remember, he was Fed Chief for 19 yeah, yeah. years under four presidents, most yeah. influential man. I, you know, I do this program once a year. I bring in six self-made billionaires, and we go six days and nights, and we just learn it than we can, and I bring in presidents or people like him. And so I thought, who better to interpret what the hell we're going through now with all this craziness, you know, negative interest rates. We haven't, in 5,000 years of banking, you never gave a bank money and then have them charge you. They give you money back for your money, right? And so we're having this conversation. I had three hours with him, like intensively, you know, I get in people's psyche. And then two hours on stage, we've covered everything. I'm thinking, this guy's got the answer. So I turn him and I go, okay, final question. Most important question, the whole conversation, five hours in. You're back to the head of the Fed today. Tell me the first thing you do to right this ship. And everybody in the room leans in. Of right? course. Wow. He leaned back in his chair for, felt like 30 seconds, probably 10, 15, and they lean forward, he paused, he looked me in the face, and he says, I'd resign. Wow. We have so much in common, me and Greenspan. <laughs> so I was like, I looked, wow. I said, if this guy doesn't have the answer. Oh, so so, here's, so here's what I've done the last two years. I've gone in <laughs> and I've figured out the pieces that can free people up from the wow. fear. Because most people still don't act because they're afraid, especially now. And so what I wanted to do was write a short book. You can read in four hours, five hours, a weekend, whatever. But get yourself an actual playbook that will get you financially secure, independent, and free. But to do it, I had to show people how to protect themselves because the crash is coming. I'm not a reactionary person. But the longest one in history, the second longest bull market, has been nine and a half years. So sometime in the next Oof. six, 12 months, 18 months, 24, yeah. 36, there's going to be a crash. So why not prepare for it? But more importantly, everybody at this table, a millennial who's home right now, who's got tons of like debt from school, thinks they'll never get free. Our baby boomer never got started. I wrote this for them because when the crash happens, and listen to me, this is counterintuitive, but when it happens... You have the greatest opportunity in your life to leapfrog from wherever you are to real wealth. That's true. Because everything goes on sale. Look, when the market's growing like crazy, real estate's going crazy, stock's going crazy, what do people want for the house? What it's worth? Less or more? A ton more. Right. Like right. they're unreasonable. When the market crashes, what do they want for their house, their real estate, anything their business? Anything they can take. Anything. Exactly anything. Right. Right. And that's when the wealth happens. And here's what's crazy. So at 50, <laughs> your life expectancy, I'm sure you'll surpass this, but your life expectancy is 85. So you got 35. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Green drinks, baby. <laughs> Only Mountain Dew for me. <laughs> I'm with you, Carl. That's your idea of a green drink. I love it. So, so hear this out. That means you're going to go through seven bear markets more. So if this stresses you out, you're going to be stressed your whole life. Right. We actually have a correction every single year. I and mean, So you understand the technical term. Correction means that from the peak, it drops 10 to 20%. And that's a gut check. Right. A crash is 20% or more. It can go 40, 50, 60%. Hear me out on two things. 
Why aren't people getting it? It's too late. The market's too high. They've been saying that for eight years. There are people sitting on the sideline. It's up 250%. When Trump was elected, people said, I'm going to cash. It's up 14%. Yeah, yeah. Much. You're missing it's, wealth, yeah. man. You're a lot of wealth. It's on but, fire since he uh, got into office. But here's yeah. what's going to happen. It's going to correct, but you don't lose unless you sell. Here's what you got to do, and this right. is what we teach. I, was, I just spoke at J.P. Morgan's Alternative Investment Conference. There's 400 people there. You have to be a billionaire and prove it to get in the room. It's crazy. Yeah, I was going to go, but I couldn't make it. Yeah, I understand. <laughs> That's what they told me. I got jammed up. <laughs> we got security. you covered. We got you covered. My Uber app was messed up. Can I, <laughs> jammed up. Can I ask you? My Uber jammed up. I got to stop you for a second. How do you prove to that room you're a billionaire? What do you need uh, to bring have, in? Well, they're, they're clients of J.P. Morgan, so they know their net worth. Right, they, like, okay. they bring out a little Chinese baby out of their bag. Here's the question. If Trump was there, would they let him in? That's a good question. Yeah. You know he ain't no billionaire. You think he's a billionaire, Mr. Robbins? No, he's a billionaire. I know him pretty well. I know Mr. Clinton pretty well. Mr. Clinton pretty well. But let me just just say, they did a study, a 20-year study. And here's what they found. Like, all of us, if, you know, if you're not in the market, you hear all this stuff, man, I don't want to go in there. It could drop. We're high. What's going on? They found a study that said if you were out of the market on the 10 best trading days in 20 years, just like you're out thinking I've got to save my money or it's too high or whatever, and you're wrong, which right. you will be, everybody's wrong, those 10 days take your return from 8% a year, which means you double your money every nine years. That's how you get rich. It drops it to four and a half. If you miss the top 20 days in 20 years, one day a year you're not in the market and it's the best days, right. you got a 2% return. You might as well have been bonds. If you miss the top 30 days in 20 years because you're out of it, you got nothing, even though you're in the market all the rest of the time. Shit. So the biggest risk you have is not being in. Right? Right. You don't want to just do the market. I teach you how to diversify. But there's one more note. You might say, but Tony... What if I get on the market tomorrow and it's today's the peak and it crash or tomorrow's the peak and it crashes the next day? Sure. So Schwab did a beautiful study over 20 years, and here's what they found. They said, let's make some assumptions, see what happens. Let's say one guy or lady is somehow lucky as hell, and they get in on the crash, like March 2009, and it only goes straight up. Right. Somebody else is unlucky. They get on the worst possible day, the peak of the market, and it crashes the next day. Third person does something called dollar cost averaging. It just means they invest the same amount of money every month, no matter what the price of the stock is. Sometimes it's high, sometimes it's low, so it averages out. Yeah. Fourth person goes, screw this, man. It's too scary shit. I can't take a chance of a loss. I'm going all cash. Mm. Where are they 20 years from now? Well, you know the guy with cash is broke because right. you know, inflation is eating him alive. Right. The person who had the best timing does have the most money, but here's the kicker. The person with the worst timing after 20 years only has $14,000 less in money. That's how powerful it is. Wow. You must get in the market. You must stay in the market. Jack Bogle runs Vanguard, three trillion dollar company. You know, he's got he's been in the business sixty five years. He said, Tony, here's what you do: you get in the market and you stay there and you do nothing. Mm. That's really what you do because over the last two and a half centuries, every again every crash is followed by a bull every single time. All you got to do is stay and wait. And the crash, the average ones a year, it might be two or three. But in your, what happens right after that makes up for what you could have earned in 10 or 15 years. That's amazing. Right. Yeah. But they don't know that it happens every year. It's like winter. Well, yeah. you wouldn't be surprised by winter. Some are, some are long, some are short, some are hard, some are cold. It's there. But it's scary to get into the, it's also scary to get into the market after a crash, point. obviously. That, that's, that's when you make the most money. No, I understand, but the, the fear uh, the, yeah. that's why grabs all of us and goes, uh, no, I'm staying away until it looks a little healthier. Yeah. But you want to get in when it's bloody. That's when it's great. And you know, I asked Jack Bogle, I said, what do you 
you do in a, when there's a big crash? Like he's been around 65 years in the market, 85-year-old guy. And he says, Tony, the big one's like 50, 60% drop. I pull out all my books and reread those bastards. <laughs> he said, so I stay on course. Right. So if you stay on course, you're going to get So your logic right. is slow and steady, right? Yeah. Guy, right, it's the tortoise that's, is the hair, man. That's, wow. See, that's what I was told. Uh, and, and look it the, is. Look at the people you know that have made more money than God that are broke. The greatest athletes, yeah. actors. Oh, 50 Cent, right, man? Good man. Yeah. He made $100 million on vitamin water on a tip. The guy was so lucky. Right. Totally bankrupt. He bought Tyson's house, 25,000 uh, square feet. I worked Tyson. Tyson made $500 million, half a billion dollars and went yeah. bankrupt. Right. right That's now, what happens see... when you meet Robin Givens. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you got to stay away from Robin. Well, but if you look at what, what, Pirates of the Caribbean, what's his name? Pirates of the Caribbean. Um, Johnny, Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp. 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 I don't know if it's true, but the, the reporting is going to go bankrupt from his divorce. The guy, how did he go bankrupt when you made $750 million? I'll tell you how. He spends 30000 a month on, on you know, wine. He's having a good time. Wow. He spent $3 million to take Hunter Thompson, burn his body, and blow it out of a cannon for $3 million. Bucks. I don't give a shit how much money you have. You can blow it all. Yeah. What you need instead is make money your slave and make money while you sleep. And a tiny amount of money yes. will grow into a big amount of money if you give it the time to right. do it. That's really what this is about. The, the Tyson book Damn. was unbelievable because there was a time he would go into a supermarket. He couldn't pay for his groceries anymore. Oh, yeah. I know. Yeah. I know. Did you read that book? No, I didn't read the book. I it's amazing. It's a true I story. a documentary about it. Yeah, and then all the athletes, like you said, that 30 for 30 broke, uh, broke is just uh, yeah. an eye-opener. Corbin, that's Billy yeah. Corbin. Eye-opener. Yeah. Your buddy. Yeah, well, they also, they also spent, like, they, their careers were going to go on for Forever, too. Totally yes. but, but the main reason I bring it up is that people are in a situation where they think if I get a big hit, I'll get rich, or if I, you know, I get the right stock, I buy Apple. It doesn't work that way. Yeah. It's the small, steady stuff that'll blow your mind. It looks like nothing, like grass is growing, and then all of a sudden, it, the way geometric works, it starts ticking up these giant jumps, and it's the ratio. It's how it's a mathematical uh, ratio that works. I walked home with the CEO of this company, Mel Carmazin. Yes, I used to walk home with him from time to time, and he's like, he goes, "Trust me, buy the stock," and I'm like, "Eh." It was that. 10 cents, I think. Oh, yeah. I'm your face. Are you serious? And I walk home with him, and, and he's like, trust me, you, you buy this thing. And he so wasn't giving me inside info or anything. He was no. just telling me that as a friend. I've known him for over 20 years, even though we've battled here and there. And uh, what is it today? I mean, you didn't do it? You didn't didn't touch it. it, and I had money too. I had some like I could have. I could have bought some shares. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> really yeah, that I, said, I was right. It I didn't said, make sense what? to me though because the it's five dollars. You know what? It's like a penny stock it, it, that wasn't going anywhere. It's five dollars and thirteen. It's now five dollars right and thirteen right. cents. Right. I remember exactly. the conversation. He said no. It was at ten cents. He yep. goes, "Trust me, buy oh this thing." No. So with the market going crazy since That's Trump uh, got into office, what? I mean, I know this is just a guess. When do you think the crash is happening? Or a nice big dip? I say sooner than later. Nobody. Nobody has. A clue. True. I, I know. Is full I, of fair it. enough. I know that. But but you got to understand that the market is not about today. They're always anticipating tomorrow. That's right. what those prices Futures. do. So they're looking at this saying, okay, this guy is good to business. He's going to turn back some of the rules on the That's financial true. businesses while the banks went up. But. <laughs> If it doesn't come to fruition, he hasn't finished anything yet. If it doesn't come to fruition, that's going to blow up. Oh, if it falls short, that's the bubble pop. That's crap. Yeah. That's, that's, well, that's only one. He can also do a perfect job, and we'll get a bubble pop. Right, right, right. We right. all give the president credit, but the president right. plays a very small role in what actually happens right. economically. And they're trying right. to connect the dots with Russia. If they happen to do that, would that that could be a big problem for well, the market, right? Well, it could right? be, but look, Brexit was supposed to destroy the market, right? That it went up and true. went down. Yeah. I mean, you could you look at the American market, and you say in the last 250 years, we've had World War One, two recessions. Sessions, compressions, you name it, Brexit, and we're still, we keep moving forward. Why? Warren Buffett explains to me, he said, Tony, it's really simple, man. 
we are the most productive country in the world, and we're constantly using technology to lead other people yes. to be more productive. Second, Boom! Second piece <laughs> is we've got a growing population, partially because of immigration, which is actually important. Right. Yeah. And then thirdly, inflation. And those three have caused us to constantly go forward. We may drop back for a year or two, but then we go right back forward and surpass where we were right. before. Maybe this will be different, but it's never been different in two and a half centuries, right? right? right. Never so, underestimate the power uh, of the juggernaut fucking American economy's absolutely ability. Goddamn right. The minute you doubt it, the minute you doubt it, you are we totally buy stupid. Shit. Yes, exactly. We <laughs> make shit and we buy shit. We buy everything. Yeah. Did you but the secret is to go from being the consumer, the buyer, to the owner. Right. Right. You can't own an iPhone, like I said, and not own the index of the best 500 companies. Even if you have a few dollars, they divide it up and you get a piece of all American business. You own a piece of their profits going forward, man. We all deserve that. Right. Uh, speaking Tony. of Warren Buffett, did you see his documentary? I did not see it. Uh, boring. Which he, one? Which boring. one? It was boring. 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 HBO came it, out about Did they talk about his two women? Yes. Uh, yes, yeah. they did. Yes, they did. Oh, you guys yes. know about this. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Warren know how to do it. What's going on? He's got two eyes. He had one that was more into humanity in general right. and not into this whole money thing. And she went off, still loved the guy, but had to go off and do her own thing. And then told, I think, like her best friend a at the friend. time to yeah. take yeah. care of him. And then uh, the, yeah. the the wife, of, she dies in uh, about 10, 12 years ago. And then he marries, he, he ends up marrying the other one. Yeah. Right. Right. Yes. Her name was Astrid. Who would have thought you. that yes. Warren, who would think that Warren was the free lover of society? Right? <laughs> <laughs> he he kind of giggled about it. When they ask him about it, it's yeah. only two or three times in the documentary does he say, I'm not going to talk about that. Right. Yeah. And then, so they ask him about when the first wife moved away. He said, I'm not going to talk about that. And then they said, well, what about when she hooked you up with her buddy? He's like, oh, I'll be happy to talk about that. Yeah. <laughs> and he, yeah. he was really cool. And he yeah. described the entire thing. About I think the first they wife made I even heard, it, heard him still. They I, made it work. I think the cool thing about the documentary and his first wife, he did he did learn from her. Yeah. At first, he d yeah. you, you thought he did not, uh, because you fast forward and Warren Buffett gave all his money to the Gates uh, to hand out yeah. to pretty much the world. Like yeah. how much? Like ninety percent of his earnings yeah, or 95%, something. Ninety five percent. Ninety five percent of his earnings yeah. he just gave uh, to the Gates that, Foundation. Well, I, I don't you think that's do that? Real. I'm, I'm, do, I'm giving away all of it before I'm gone. God damn! Yeah. Let me get about twenty percent. That's what I'm doing now. It's like, well, I don't want to die and then give my money away. Let that's why along the way I'm doing it. I'm going to get you my business card with all my stuff. If you're giving away, I don't live far from here. I can go wherever you are. <laughs> if you don't feel good, I'll be there in a couple minutes. I'll fly fucking private. I think, I think he should have the G4 in your living room. <laughs> I think he's got to adopt all of us today, right here. Hey, fuck the stock market. I'm the Tony market. And then the other thing about Warren Buffett that drove me nuts, he, he doesn't really, I don't think he enjoys his money. And uh, he... They they show him going to McDonald's and depending know. you know this yeah. depending change. on the market he he's will, living he in the will, same house from it, forty years ago yeah. right oh but, his office was shitty with the shitty rugs and <laughs> paddling on the wall yeah I mean you he's, know look guys he's in it for the game he's not in right. it for the money that's what it is yeah. right. but, he is but, literally you're right he's he, in he, it for the game yeah. but it's the McDonald's money. thing drove me nuts because he would look at the market if the market's doing well he'll splurge at McDonald's meaning he'll spend he'll spend an extra like what was it seventy five cents or something when it's really really bad he spends like a dollar ninety cents. Seven cents. Yeah. Right. Then when he's exact feeling change. fat and sassy, he spends three dollars and twenty-five cents. But you know he's totally right. He has three little cups in his car, oh, and, and whatever's going on that day, he picks from the dollar yeah. and seventeen. And he to two means years. it too. No, he means dead it. serious. Right. But dead serious. I know a lot of guys like that, like in gambling and stuff. These I are all-in people. Yeah. Right. These are people that they make their money yeah. by going all-in all the time. Yeah. Like he doesn't. He doesn't doubt himself, and that's why he always wants to have as much sure. money as possible. Yeah. 
to go all in. No, the, so he lives in just a, a basic house that, like Tony said, right. he's been yeah. in for a long, long time, and nothing special whatsoever. He's in Omaha, one. for God's yeah. sake. Where you can't blow uh, money in Omaha. You want, you <laughs> want a girl? You want a bet? Well, yeah, you can. I know a girl. Boy. I know a girl with an iPad. He's got two go girls. He doesn't need McDonald's. <laughs> Tony, they're saying you got to go, but I, I got to ask you, are you still jumping in the ice water? Of course, every morning, man. Oh. 56 degrees, boom. And in Sun Valley, I go on the river. It's you know, 38 degrees. How there. long do you stay in? And, and Oh, it's just a minute. You know, just yeah. enough to and does it really help you out? It, it resets your entire immune system. It moves the lymph. It changes your muscles. But I also do it for another reason. I don't feel like it. So I'm not in negotiation with myself. I train myself in business and life. When I say we do, we do it. I don't just go, oh, I want to do this. Eh, maybe I won't. Eh, I'll try it next time. I don't do that squat because I train myself every day. When I make the decision, I do it immediately. No hesitancy. And so it's a pattern in me that's really valuable in business and finance and right. other aspects. Well, wow. I mean, could it cause a heart attack, though? I mean, oh, I, no. you're healthy. But, I mean, if we just decide to do this regimen and jump in really cold water, yeah, that, we'll shock the I'm system to a point. I'm not a 450-pound person do this. Don't try this at home. All right. The book is called Unshakable, Tony Robbins' latest Excellent. Uh, book. Yeah, absolutely. We're going to take a break, take pictures with Tony. Yeah. Thank yes. you so much for oh, coming back. That was great. Goodbye, guys. All right. Thanks for the laugh. Thank we'll, you, man. we'll be right back. Stay there. I like that. I like how that sounds. You'll understand why I was humming that in a second. Uh, Support for Opie Radio is brought to you by Manscaped. They are the best in men's below-the-belt grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Basically, they trim everything down nice with their Manscaped tools without leaving it a bloody mess, okay? And I was uh, doing the do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-
That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use the code OPIE. Thank you, manscaped.com. I want to talk about Ventura watches for a second. They're offering a 15% off the entire order, and they're going to cover shipping costs. All you have to do is go to VenturaWatches.com. The promo code is OPIE. Let me spell that for you. It's V-I-N-C-E-R-O, VenturaWatches.com. I got one right on my wrist as we speak, and I love this watch from Venturo. It looks amazing, and it's affordable, and I'm going to... To say this, but I'm going to. I'm gonna give it away because I know Ventura watches. I know they'll give me another one. So the one I'm wearing right now, I'm gonna give away to one of my faithful listeners of this fine, fine podcast. I just gotta figure out a way to do it. This is the deal with Ventura watches. Typically, finding a watch that is high quality, good looking, and precise, it's gonna cost you a pretty penny. Uh, Ventura creates exceptionally crafted watches, and they do it without breaking the bank. Hey, there's a reason these guys have over 20,000 five-star reviews, because their modern watches will make you look good and feel unstoppable. You're not going to find a better watch for this good of a price anywhere else. These things are really sharp. They're really nice, I'm telling you. And they got collections ranging from dress watches to sports watches. Venturo has a style for every look, occasion, and price point. Even if you claim to be a watch guy, Venturo has a style that will change your mind because they immediately establish the person who's wearing them, that's you, as the most ambitious and interesting person in the room. Everyone needs that one piece in their wardrobe that gives them the confidence to take on the day. For most men, that thing is going to be a quality timepiece. It's about being excited to own the day and stepping out feeling like a million bucks even though you paid less than 200 for your Venturo. They're offering you a great discount, so head over to VenturoWatches.com. That's V-I-N-C-E-R-O Watches.com. Use the promo code OP. This deal is too good to pass up. Use the code OP for your discount. And like I said earlier, the watch I'm wearing on my wrist, I'm going to give to one of you guys as an appreciation for listening to this podcast because I know they're going to send me another one. I love Anturo watches, and I love that they're sponsoring this podcast. <laughs> He's pretty impressive when he walks in a room, huh? Bro, his panorama costs as much as my fucking restaurant. Where my homeboy lands. Sorry. It's <laughs> still okay. going. Still we going. Can, we can keep going with Only that. Only in L.A. Well, some bitches ballet, rubbing on their tummy and licking and say it's yummy, then fuck my man. <laughs> nice. God damn it, big up, Mr. Oh. 20 years ago today. Man. Unbelievable. Yeah. At that museum out there in yeah, L.A. Pearson's, right? The, yeah. the auto place. Yeah, we uh, we broadcasted from there one time. Unbelievable. It's a cool joint. Yeah, I killed them. Yeah. <laughs> it was you? They're selling that truck for a million dollars right now. Yeah. Are they really? Yeah, it's for sale now. The the suburban they shot uh, them up for a million bucks for a the, million with the bullet holes and everything. Henley could have got it with a serious stock money. What? Wow, it was a thousand dollars. But you bought in. I did. I bought it. Nice. It cost Good me a thousand dollars. Well, ten thousand shares at a dime is a thousand dollars. Even my broke ass has a thousand dollars. If Mel Farmer's in his I'm telling you it's going to go to 3 or $4, and I'm buying the goddamn stock. Yes. At a I was kind of like, what Kenny, do you know? Kenny you know. said it was a nickel at one point. It got, it, did, yeah. it got really, really low. It was yeah. around a nickel, and then around 10, he's like, trust me, yeah. uh, you know, just buy this fucking thing. 
but they were trying to merge the companies and uh, but he knew and I'm like satellites and they, <laughs> yeah I mean we're doing yeah. Wi-Fi now Mel come on yo Carmi we're doing fucking Wi-Fi now Car- the satellites come on <laughs> you, call, you call him Carmi Carmi me and everybody <laughs> you were Opie and he was Carmi yeah Opie and Carmi walking Opie, home Opie and Carmi walking home it's a children's book good God Almighty I was more concerned about not being fired that day. It was always I had to go walk with Carmi. <laughs> to, to, to talk over some things and so explain the, some things. Oh, that kind of wall. I was going to say, so the, the, the firing thing is not a new theme around oh, here. It's a road to perdition. Okay. <laughs> God, no. I've been fired, I don't know, fuck, four times and probably should have been fired another four easily. <laughs> easily. I want to quit now. <sighs> easily. Oh, my God. God, easily another four times. Really? Oh, God, yeah. Tony Robbins is awesome, though. Yeah, that dude. And Impressive. He had, he had some real people outside the studio. Yeah. Yo. Like an entourage? No. Like a whole group? No. He like had a thing. It was Blackwater. Like it was I didn't even say really? It was, oh, yes. yes. Oh, yes. The oh, real security. Oh, yes. All right. A guy that was just had his head on a swivel. Yeah. He was serious. Swivel like this. How many how many poison darts do you think he had? <laughs> <laughs> he was serious business, I'm telling you. <laughs> Let me tell you something. I know poison darts because I see them. And he had, he had the poison darts. Yes. Look at North Korea. That motherfucker had some poison ninja darts. Does he, he have the that. one uh, that just makes your whole face melt? He's got all of them. Really? All of them. When I, saw, when I see a watch like that, in my, I wrote down on my little notes, careful, someone has fucking poison darts here. That watch right. was 200 grand. That watch is 200 grand? Two and a quarter. Easy. Two and a quarter. Easy. <laughs> easy. Yeah, go to Panerai. It's only uh, two in America. Uh, two tribulant. Tribulant. Yeah, well, he was the second one to have one in America. That's what he just said. His wife yeah. got it for him. He was he, the there's guy only in five of them. He's got number two. <laughs> there's only five of those the, watches. The first one, I think, was given to the League of Justice. I think Superman has the first one. <laughs> they did a big event there. Meanwhile, <laughs> <laughs> the whole of justice. I was believing him for a second. So can I ask you this? If there's only five mm. of those in the world and, and guys like Tony Robbins are willing to pay for it, why is it only two hundred, two and a quarter? It seems only? like... It seems like, look, two yeah, and a quarter is a lot of yeah, money. Yeah, I'm not yeah, trying yeah. to say that, but it seems like if two there's only five, the, then the market, you, you yeah. could squeeze maybe a million for uh, one of those. That was him wearing it on the magazine? Yeah, on the magazine. Right there, there it is, right there. Yeah, there we go. I was for, staring at it the whole time. I'm like, yeah, I saw the staring if that too. fucking guy behind me didn't have those darts, I would have snatched that up. For 150000 I would walk around with him all day long, and he'd just point at me and go, Vic, and I'd go, uh, 230 yeah. I'll just tell him I, I bet you you'd fuck up though. For 150000 I, I would follow him all day long and tell him Vic, what time Vic it was. Making 150 would fuck that job up. You'd fuck that job up. I got the greatest watch in the world. It's called the Vic. <laughs> I think Vic would get real white after a while. I'm tired of doing this shit. No, I would not. I would not. Are you trying to tell me easiest. Phil Collins has one of these? No, yeah, Phil Collins has a, a regular one. Like okay. It's like four grand. I sat next to him. Arnold got it? He, Phil Collins was wearing that when he yelled at me about fucking Susu Studio. Right. He was wearing. The, I was going to say something about the white pan right, but he was already mad at me. I, just because you you said and you weren't joking. That I you wasn't liked joking. It was my favorite song. Carl, I don't get it. A, no, listen, I, I'm being. He collects I'm being serious. I don't get it. Watch collection. Can we? Let's work listen. Oh, I do have a. Uh, I'll tell you. I got a Rolex. My wife bought me a Rolex when we got married. Which one do you have? I don't know. And I haven't. I've worn it like four times in eight, eight years. <laughs> He's disrespectful. You want to sell it? 
Yeah, I'll yes. give it to you. What's the most expensive so one you have, Give it to Carl. me. I want it. What's the most he expensive one? First. You, he you got said... 1,900 watches. I'll give it. No, yeah. I, maybe I can't give it to you because it I has sentimental value. How many I'll, watches? Give, I'll give you some sentimental mine. I'll give you a kid. <laughs> child. <laughs> Small Cuban child. Zoom in on that other one, man. I'd rather give it away that. to someone that will use it. It's, 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 it's a beautiful watch. I love to use it. I need a new Rolex. Please. It's beautiful. I pay for my parking and everything. I'd love to take the rocks. Thank you very much. How much is Tony worth? Can we look it up real fast? I think six gazillion. That's I a think number. Be, That's I, a real number. He might be a billion. <laughs> He's billion. Did he say both? Oh, yeah, because he was in that room with the anybody billions. that smirks at Trump got billions. He said, "Oh, it's five, it's thirty, ah, five hundred million. They're saying on the internet. Uh, right. How does he eat? Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> how does he eat? I thought he was a billion. He said his companies are worth uh, five billion. I think he said. If if I was worth five hundred million, my family would know because a bunch of white ninjas would show up and assassinate everyone that first fucking day. <laughs> right. Fuck, that's a lot of money. A lot that's of a money. lot of money. <laughs> we were uh, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I, I can dream. I, no, I, can. I know. I just you're out of your fucking mind. I love you. I love you so much. Was he I do oh, he love, was in a I love movie. you so much. Huh? He was in a movie with Adam Sandler before, wasn't he? He's Tony great. Robbins was in uh, Shallow How. Shallow How with uh, Jack Black That's and what uh, was, yeah. yeah. He taught him how to what, love fatties or something. Or something yeah, movie, right? Gwyneth. Gwyneth right, was the big girl. Right. Yeah, the right. big girl Gwyneth. Uh, <laughs> that guy was cool, man. Tony Robbins was cool. He was a cool First dude. time you met him? First time I met him. Really impressive guy. And Shallow Hal, he looked like fucking Vladi Divac. <laughs> he, he's a big he's guy. He's a large man. Man. Big man. Holy shit. Big hands, big legs. Like, how tall do you think he is? 17 six, feet six. tall. 6'6", six, six, you, would, you six, put him five. at? Six, you see five. his hand compared to mine? He yeah. put his Dangerous. hand up to mine. It was twice the size of my hand. It was like That's crazy. Right? You look like one of those, like, you look like Benjamin Button in the yes. beginning of the movie. Yes. Like, all old and small and shit. That's it. I, I still body. look like that, <laughs> by the way. He had a tough upbringing. I believe it. Well, yeah. and, and now he's making up for it. That's it's why he all... can't fucking sit down and just relax and enjoy himself. Yeah. Who's the, we should ask he him now. Who's the beat on him? Somebody beat on him. Uh, yeah, kid. his mom was very, uh, you know, harsh. Yeah, harsh and controlling yeah. and all that. that. Sucks for me because my mom hated me and I don't have five hundred million. <laughs> <laughs> Comes out in different my ways. My dad beat the fuck out of me. I didn't get a dime. Everybody hit it, me right? and I'm still a loser. <laughs> yes, I didn't get a you fucking penny for it. You guys should be teaching <laughs> seminars. You got cash you? in on the Paul Henley meetings. That's right, right. what you're telling me. That's, right. That's what he did. Okay. Yeah. He had it rough right. with his mom. Did so he have I'm, siblings and shit too? You know, I'm story? trying to remember all the stories. Shit, me so talk to him about it. I'm, I should do motivation for Spanish people because as far as I'm successful there. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah, with the Spanish. You're Spanish? Yeah. He's really? Cuban. Cuban. Oh, really? I didn't fucking know that. I'm successful. Cause like, <laughs> I was think so about it. In... I know. I, I like should drinking do motivational, you. I should do motivational for Cubans. because like half of, I didn't drown. That's success. I just like right? the fact that I tricked him. Didn't get eaten by him. Yeah. Success. Outlive right. Castro. Success. That's right. You, Mufongo. That's I'm like Tony Robinzo. Rodriguez. <laughs> Were you born in the country? I was born here, but I didn't know. Oh, okay. I didn't, like, my, my family was so hardcore Latin that... You I had an accent, were... like when I was saying like Jello instead of yellow and shit. Like yeah. I didn't even know I was in America until I was like ten. That's good. <laughs> yeah, bro, I was like, I was an I, totally I was an ignorant now, little spider monkey. Now bro. it all <laughs> makes sense. Now, so Elian you thought, Gonzalez, you my were lunch, my lunchbox was a banana and a coconut. I just look at people. What is this bread thing that you all talk about? <laughs> Where were you living at first? Yeah, uh, Florida somewhere. No, Passaic, New Jersey. Oh, oh yeah, it's yeah. not America. Ooh, that's not America. Right. Opie, it's right. never. It, it was a good it's town. In 1948, for like an, an hour. Right. A lot of Cubans in that I, area. No, we were the only ones. All the Cubans were in Florida, but my my family came to the Bronx. 
right. when they came from Cuba, and then they settled in New Jersey. Hey, what part of the Bronx? South? Uh, South Bronx. Yeah, okay. So the, my parents came, and they were like, wow, the South Bronx is really a giant piece of shit. Let's so move to a smaller piece of shit. <laughs> right. So, right. Not even kidding. I so they was saying there was six of us living in a one-bedroom apartment. Oh. Six of us. And then when I was a little kid, my my father worked sweeping the floors at Thomas's English Muffins. Oh. My mother he came my, home smelling good as shit. My mother used to sew. Right? I'm he telling a, you. He had to sweep up all that shit that yeah. falls the off. Nooks the crannies. Oh, all those crooks and crannies. No, no, <laughs> the, the stuff on top. Oh, the dusty. Oh, Christ. What are they called? No, the, <laughs> it ain't sesame seed, but it's like a, it's, it's like the a, cornmeal. It's cornmeal. It's cornmeal. Yeah. 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 What are they called? Like, he's like from Narnia. What is that thing that gets on my robe? What's that thing that gets on my robe? You pull out an English muffin and now you're sweeping for an hour. So imagine. Why the fuck did does it have to be like that? So I would smell his work clothes all day if I was. My sure. father was the head good. sweeper, and then the they, head sweeper. Yeah, he was like the, he was good at <laughs> the main guy. He had Listen, the big broom. That's what he used to tell us. I mean, the guy he, he's reaching at straws here. He's trying to, <laughs> no, he doesn't look like a piece of shit in front of his kids. <laughs> <laughs> Let him have that. Let him have it. You know, at least he was like. At did, least he didn't tell me he was like an astronaut. He told me the truth, but he just said he was the best. Dad. Did he have a fancy uh, broom? He had oh, a long dude. broom. He had it a was long like broom. it was like white Don't lightning. Don't touch in the broom. Oh, no, he had a special broom. It was all gold and stuff, called gold chrome. Now, what did your mom do, what you were saying? And then she was a seamstress during the day. Okay. And then when we used to get out of school. Are you from the 1800s? Bro, <laughs> bro it was like that. It's called being traveler. Latino. <laughs> it was like it was being Latino. Time traveler. Now, it's cool. all the jobs your people used to do 100 years ago. Exactly. Exactly. We used to have to, like, sew in some rich guy's name on a shirt. It was like Hughes over and over and over. That'll never Hughes. You see how I eat? You think I got fucking news in my shirt? <laughs> and then after me? after school, my brother and I would go with my parents, that and they would good. clean apartment buildings. I mean, uh, office buildings. Okay. And me and my brother would just sit under the desk and play till 1 o'clock in the morning while they cleaned well, up. cleaned it up. Who, who's in Passaic at this That's time? Real. What's right the now? nationalities? Uh, right now, it's straight up. No, when up, you were there. It was uh, Mexican and Puerto Rican, but we were on the Puerto Rican side, and, and wherever Puerto Ricans were, right. it was like they were like, it was a war. They would control. They, they control didn't want to live with anybody else. Right. So we lived in this little enclave of Puerto Ricans. Did the Puerto Ricans get along with the Mexicans? No. No. So that's Never. like rats and mice. Rats and mice. Bro. I wouldn't you got rats, like you that. don't have mice, and vice versa. Exactly. You're, exa you're 100% <laughs> serious. That's a Cuban saying. It's funny that you said what that. What do you mean? Donde no hay ratones, no hay, there's no mice. Where there's no rats, there's no mice. Where there's rats, there's no mice, and right. vice versa. Huh. That's, that's a, a real saying. Yeah. Oh. Wow, so oh, there's just us. Let me sit up a little so, higher. <laughs> wow, so there's just as derogatory as the white man, huh? Yeah. There's nobody right. more racist than Spanish people. Oh, yeah, Chinese people. <laughs> yeah, Go to Asian, China. Asian people are Go right. to China and you eat your words. Ja Japanese people are, Japanese people are Japanese. supposed to be the most racist of all the Asians. Oh, China yeah. is so racist. Yeah. Well, supposedly. Well, they don't they even realize they do. Well, they're on their own little island there, and so yeah. fuck Korea, fuck China. Fuck oh, China's like fuck everybody. Yeah, They like fuck Japanese, but Japanese could be racist. I mean, they invented ninjas, bro. It's, fucking well, awesome. I, the one I felt was unusual was I was working oh. some of the Native American casinos, and I was out in, like, New Mexico, and one of them was sponsored by one tribe, yeah. and the other one down the street was a completely different tribe. And they didn't like each other? And they, yeah, and they were motherfucking the shit out of the other people. And did, I'm like, really? Did the really? car show up with, like, arrows and on them? They weren't even going to go. They're like, don't you go down there. They're, they're, <laughs> it, was, it was a total racist thing between the Sioux and yeah. The, yeah, the, whoever yeah, the other yeah, group yeah. was. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's crazy. But that's well, I really, so, a lot of people who look alike hate each other, you know. That's you know, true. Palestinians 
Israelis. You got Puerto Ricans, Dominicans. You got me and my parents. <laughs> there you go. Shut up. You went all that way for that joke. I did. There's a pull you out on that fucking Latino Thank dumbness. You. Okay, right. The Chinese struggling. are the most racist. They. Really? Because uh, Chinese is all about China. But even in Cuba, I mean, we're racist like to other parts of Cuba. Like, oh, yeah. oh, where are you from? Oh, fucking hillbilly. What <laughs> <laughs> yeah, an island. They're like, oh, where you live in shit. I'm like, I can literally see his house, bro. <laughs> <laughs> if that doesn't show how racism sure. is ridiculous. It's ridiculous. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, bro, I don't want to bring this up right now. My second time in Cuba, but I would go out on a limb and say, you're both pieces of shit. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. I can See your house. <laughs> if you can see their house, yeah, yeah, yeah. you're, you're the same people. You're, you're the, the same, same neighborhood. Yeah. Oh my God, it's yeah. so weird how people hate. You, you know what? Go, you could go to a village in the Congo, and I guarantee you, oh, yeah. these people down here in this hut are going. You can look at those pieces of shit over there. Oh, They're fucking man. water buffaloes up on blocks. <laughs> One of his horns is twisted around the wrong way. <laughs> they speak in clicks and whistles. Now you hear the dumbass accent on that stupid zombie. He clearly, would, and he should have said click, click, click. You know, just the same fucking thing. <laughs> Same thing. That stupid song, bitch. <laughs> but they just like what Carl said. Where are you from? Oh, you fucking. It's idiot. so stupid how we fucking separate ourselves. Uh-huh. You, you guys know about like when people escape North Korea and go to South Korea? You would think yeah. they would welcome welcome with, no. with open no. arms. They like, talk you shit got about the them? fuck out of there. They're like, no. oh, you're from North Korea, and they they actually have bad lives in South Korea. Yeah. In a lot of cases, they're better off just staying where the fuck they were. The outcasts down in North. When I learned about that different. one, I was amazed because I that, would think a lot of people in South Korea feel bad for the people in North Korea. Like, fuck, man. If you no. if you get over the fucking border, we'll make sure you're all right. Right, South Korea. That's why you, you see, that's all. why the war was fought in the first place. That's right. why they separated. They hated, the South Koreans hated North Korea. Right. And they fought and they fucking looked down their nose at them. And that's why even if they did win the war, if the South did win, it's like they would have had a fucking, they would have been at the bottom of the fucking totem pole, the North Koreans. Oh, man, in that society. It's almost impossible to escape from North Korea, so you would assume they're waiting for you with open arms. No, they pushing you no, back I the other way. I understand. I understand. How do those people know that the other person, like, they all look the same? How do they do well, that? They oh, just they know. know. You know. You I, know what Cubans come from the north oh, or south of hell Cuba? Hell yeah. Why are you questioning it? Because I didn't think you it through. Step and I apologize. You have to step on side I'm from the Caribbean. Yeah. I'm yeah. sorry. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> when I see you coming with those gold shoes, motherfucker, <laughs> you're fired. You look at their pinky and go, ah. The, the minute I see, I see that little snaggle tooth, I know what fucking sugar cane field you live in, motherfucker. Amazing. <laughs> Can't we all just get along? No. That's the. No, that's that's, that's the That's where I grew up. That's uh, <laughs> that's in the Middle East. Yeah, the Gaza, oh, okay. the whole Middle East, and the, was that a Gaza tunnel? That was a Gaza yeah, tunnel. Yeah, yeah, that's right. I thought that was the Passaic Indian Stadium inside man. Gaza's underground smuggler tunnels. Could you imagine? No. no, that like some look at that shit. No man, have well, you ever been in a tunnel? Have you ever been in a tunnel or a cave? Yeah, uh-huh. you have. Um, yes. You have. Oh, yeah, I, caverns. I, I've been shit. to house caverns. Where's yeah. that? <laughs> Where, or is it how? House. I used to go in caves. House caverns. Yeah, or caverns. I think there's more than one. Yeah, that's like a thing to do. And then the one in uh, New Mexico. <laughs> and you got to squeeze through a, a part of it, and you get yeah. a little scared. You're I, about 100 feet underground, 200 feet underground. You take an elevator. 
What yes. is it called? Go to Howe's Cavern. H-O-W-E? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, it's upstate. Yeah, it's upstate. Howe's. H-O-W-E-S yep. Cavern. There we it is. Boy Scout. We went scouting up there. And then you get in a little boat, and you're way underground, and yes. then they turn all the lights off, and there's a drop, and you get all scared oh, for a while. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> yeah, this part and is they cool. turn the lights back on? That sounds nifty. It's another part where it's real tight. It's the tight only trip my parents money. took us on, so I, 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 I look Carlsbad Cavern. That. That's the one. Yeah, we went to that when I was a Is that cool? Yeah, we went to the Petrified Forest and Carlsbad Caverns. That was my Family vacation. The petrified the Forest. Walk is cool. I never petrified been there. Petrified never... Forest is amazing. Yeah, it's really cool. I've never been there. Fucking cool. You know, DeSoto Caverns is in Alabama. That's about forty minutes from you know, where I grew up. I, got I never tr- went to that one. Did you walk really? a lo- around? Yeah, I never the, went to it. It's right re- there. The redwood trees. The oh yeah, the whole thing. Yeah. Oh, so I yeah. I go up to Fuck. Humboldt County. I go up to Humboldt a lot. So we go through the redwoods. Guy mm-hmm. has a giant ranch up there, right? So. I was one of the last people to drive through that fucking. Oh, the tree. It fell. It fell. Yeah, finally went down. Yeah. Yeah, that happened. Up. That happened That's a little sad. while ago, and I, I thought went, it'd be a big news story. No, yeah. I buried. Went through, I went through in the middle of the night. I I got out and peed uh, on that tree. That's what that. <laughs> and that's what did it. <laughs> <laughs> Ate right through that exactly wood. Exactly what happened? <laughs> <laughs> all, all that shitty food you eat. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking killed the tree. You pissing pure acid. <laughs> you killed the tree. <laughs> you killed the redwood tree. <laughs> you might want to go see a doctor. Wow. <laughs> Two days later, the uh, thing was done. Sh- <laughs> Smoldering. <laughs> Smoldering. <laughs> what kind of fire was this? Right. Wow, There's just man. a hat there that says Anchor Baby on it. <laughs> <laughs> it's only evidence. Uh, all the, those damn Cubans. <laughs> uh, dude, you walk around the Redwood Forest and you realize your life means Nothing. it's a blip. What's going on with Robin Thicke? What do you mean? Uh, his wife came out with some allegations. No. Yeah, that was like a few weeks whoopery. ago. Yeah, wasn't that of a few ass weeks whoopery. ago? She's been in here. She's gorgeous. Gorgeous. She said that he was on being on her. Oh, that's wonderful. The fuck? What, what did she do wrong? Uh, <laughs> Not listening. <laughs> is, that, is that a Tuesday for you, Carl? In your culture? <laughs> Listen, there you go. Uh, Click clack that nigga. And we're back. <laughs> That's how Latinos speak to their wives. <laughs> what seems to be the problem here? She didn't understand his backhand. That's right. We do not hit. <laughs> yeah, she's coming on. Sorry, sorry, senor. Perdóname. <laughs> Restraining orders and shit like that going uh, down right now. She's a smoke show. It's my right. grandmother's 90th birthday, and we made an, I made an awful mistake, and I told my mother and my <laughs> shitty brother. You could call it? No. Did he Guys, just, just set it up. That he would Just go. tell me what the bill is. My mother's throwing a fucking wedding, bro. It's uh, giant. For the 90th. She's turned it into a five-star spectacular. They sent me, they sent me a, a, like an email. She goes, oh, here's the menu. Right? Oh, God. Right. I said, I said, Ma, what do you think I do for a living? Do you think I fly fucking kites? <laughs> this thing says platinum package. Bring me the fucking copper package fucking email. This is pla- uh, like $89 or $100 a person. They're 90. She's planning a party yeah, at 100 a head. Bro, it's, ni- it's a bunch of 90-year-olds. All we need is like nine ambulances like it's a NASCAR race because fucking people are going to be dying left and right. <laughs> is, she a, is she a with it 90? She's, oh, my God. She's 100%. Wow. Awesome. With it? 100% with it. Okay, that's Does good. Does she drink? She drinks. She's mean. <laughs> she's the meanest grandmother you could ever have. She fucking hates me. She, why does she hate you? It's, every time I look at her, like, if we're by herself, she'll show her teeth like a fucking dog. <laughs> she wants me. She starts rolling her dentures around in her mouth and fucking high-fucking me. Oh, that's great. She really? don't like me. What's her name? 
uh, Elvira. There you go. Yeah. And why doesn't she like it? Do you she think? She thinks I'm a piece of shit. For what? She always For thought She it? thinks everything I'm up to is bullshit. So in other words, she knows you. I'm like, I'm a chef. I'm like, I'm like, I'm a chef. She's like, you're a fucking cook. That's what, you know. Now I, just a cook. I told him this yesterday. Your brother, on the other hand, closest thing to God you'll ever see. I told him this the other day. My mom's 83. My mom's 83. And somehow or another, down in Alabama, us on here has drifted down to somebody in my mom's Sunday school class. Because my mom asked me yesterday, are you doing some kind of radio show in New York? Oh, and I'm like, yeah. And she goes, is one of the guys a cook? <laughs> I go, yes. Yes, he is. And I go, and the other one's black. And she's like, ooh. <laughs> what an awful show. I go, the, the cook is, the What's cook the show is called? Cute. The Help? <laughs> I tell her, but the cook is actually Cuba. And the other guy's black. Oh, fire. It's like, what is it? Is Opie have his staff on? <laughs> so she's like, are people listening to this? I go, well, you're the one that brought it up to me. So Who I guess her about it? Somebody in her Sunday school class. Wow. Literally, I have no idea how That's she found this the out. The word's out. I was talking to her two days ago. But it's the funniest part. I told him the other night. She goes, and I and, and one of them, is he a, he's a cook. Yeah. <laughs> I'm That's like, me, Grandma. Hi, how are you? Wow. That's I do breakfast, lunch, dinner, <laughs> mitzvahs. <laughs> yeah, my grandmother thinks I'm... So you're paying for this thing? Fuck, it's going to be like 10 grand, bro. I'm not fucking happy. So why do you have to be there? Just fucking send the check. If she hates you, then you stay up here and have because a good time with mom, us. My, my, yeah, listen, yeah, listen yeah, I, can't, I can't survive with my mom calling me for the next five years. Bringing yeah, up this fucking you didn't do it, right? Yeah. Right. She'll she'll wear me down to nothing. She'll guilt you, you down. Just have to cave in and go. She has nothing to do but call me and where, bother him. Where's this going? At, uh, where's this going down? Miami. Miami. Yeah. Fort Lauderdale. Gigi. Fort Lauderdale. Real nice on the water. Okay. Real, I mean, it's a beautiful place. Nice. And my brother doesn't get because my brother wins a scratch off every time he opens his check. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, hey, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> so he doesn't feel a fucking thing. Uh, you know what I mean? He's not going to feel the pain of that. He won't even know he wrote the check, and I'll. Be Seething for a year, I'll be talking shit. Mm-hmm. What does he do? That he's so he's a cardiothoracic surgeon. Oh, surgeon. Oh, oh, yeah, you're yeah. fucked. See, you're party's totally over. Fucked. Yeah, you're totally like fucked. everyone yeah. stops yeah. arguing. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, he's yeah. all right. Yeah. Yeah. He's yeah. the real deal. That and not only that, he got he got his <laughs> doctorate and his MBA from Harvard at the same fucking time. Show yeah. off. Um, see, that's his brother. So you just tell him to grow a, a little beard. <laughs> oh wow. We'll put the wacky that's hat on. My my wife is so funny. She calls me. She goes, Carl, where are you? I says, I'm at Marie. She goes, Can you come to? To uh, Madison, I said, "Why?" She goes, "So someone's here for you." I'm like, "They asked for me." He goes, "He's wearing a fucking jazz it up shirt." <laughs> Get the fuck over here! It's fucking starting to look like a circus over here. <laughs> jazz it up! Jazz! I swear to God, when I saw that picture on Twitter, uh, look, look, look. there it is. And he shows up in the Russian dressing. Yes! Dude! And all the corrupt people, this dude is a six-generation Swiss butcher. So he? he makes his own bacon. He brought some bacon. It was incredible, right? Whoa. This dude's awesome. But Opie's in his fucking head, and he's sitting there. Nice. He's from Switzerland. Right. Nice. And, he th- you know, he's like, with his jazz it up fucking, my wife's like, <laughs> that just get over funny. here. <laughs> just fucking people with jazz it up hats. Yes. I'm trying to make a living here. You got a fucking circus. <laughs> it's it's the dumbest run a business. Jazz it up. It's people the come dumbest in here thing with ever. Craft salad dressing oh, and bottles really? and weird fucking hats. Uh, really cool fucking dude. Really oh, cool fucking dude. Good. And 
and, and I can't keep up with the advice I'm giving people on Twitter with uh, their food, man. The I, best I can't keep son. up with it. We had a pasta war last night, me and uh, yeah. Carl Ruiz <laughs> on Twitter. Wait, where were you? Where's this picture? Opie was. was I, I tweeted my dinner, and then Carl tweeted his. No, oh, no, no. That wasn't. Good. That was that's my today. breakfast. I had Wibbles Rancheros. Wow, well, that's so good. I love Wibbles Rancheros. Uh, that was that's mine. That's all right. Yeah, that's lovely. That's red though. That's pasta. That's just all right. You know. Are you kidding me? I sell I sell two hundred of those a week. Wow, that's, that's some good shit. That's good pie. Yeah. What, what was that? What's the name of that one? But I mean, mine. There's mine. There's mine. Sausage. There's right. mine, bro. Yeah, that's. Oh. <laughs> right. Thank you. Look what? how look how small, Ooh, thin, and smooth. They look like Asian yep. dicks. They're like a plate. <laughs> like a plate of afterbirth. <laughs> Beat this tonight, uh, Carl Weeds. My pasta game is strong. <laughs> Crushed red pepper on top. Paper plate and plastic fork for easy cleanup. <laughs> jazz it up. <laughs> Hashtag jazz it up. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, right. And right. then Carl uh, retweets me and goes, I'd rather eat that book that's in the picture. That was funny. <laughs> I thought that was really funny. <laughs> and then this morning, this morning, giant box. This morning, I put the huevos. I, put, I have my wife makes the best huevos ranchers. I mean, they're my favorite. Uh, no, I know. Vic, she's, she's I made it for me. I fucked up. She's <laughs> made it for me. I fucked up. I didn't know. Look at how perfect that egg what's is. What's on there now? What's on there exactly? So it's a, it's, a, it's a corn, fresh corn tortilla that we make. Right? Yeah. A refried beans. Avocado, pico de gallo, sriracha crema. Mm. <laughs> that egg is perfect. That egg looks perfect. That egg is done. perfect. Perfect. Look, at, look what he, look, look, can you please. Pull black up? beans, Carl? Black beans, right? Go with the, with black beans. Yeah, yeah, black beans. Yeah, right. mulata, mulata. And ah. look what Opie writes. I, the I egg I is in, broken. I stepped, in, <laughs> I stepped in shit today. I'll explain in a second, but I stepped, broken. In, I stepped it's in some shit. No, what do you mean it's not broken. broken? The egg's not Go broken. Opie's, on Opie's yeah, Twitter. Uh, what I write? Uh, My wife got so fucking mad. Uh, yeah, because I didn't realize <laughs> she's giving me the finger. Oh. I wrote, uh, oh. I, uh, oh, there it is. here it is. Broken Bro egg yolk fail. <laughs> 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 my, me and my wife. My wife. My wife. She's mad now. <laughs> she gave me the finger. She goes, "My yolks are never broken." It's a picture of her giving me the finger. But then I wrote because now I'm like, "Ah, oh, fuck!" I didn't know she made it. That's so then, awesome, girl. So then, That's awesome. That's really funny. Good. So then I wrote. Uh, I didn't realize she made that. So I went. Uh, where's the one? Yeah. But this was also. I, I write Carl. I go. But this was all supposed to be just some silly fun. Look what I write about. Uh, 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 fun, right? <laughs> Nervous laugh. <laughs> I write, jazz it up, big mouth. <laughs> Get your shine box and jazz it up. Yeah. Oh, I don't want Maria. I got four, oh, foot, four foot 11 Sicilian. That's like a billy goat. Like You can't tell her to stop. Is her name Marie? Marie? Yeah. She's Marie. That's oh, Marie. Oh. She's the original Marie. Okay. Oh, Whoa. Like What's box. going on? <laughs> Bro, we got, oh, that's so funny. We got to take a quick break. We got a special uh, surprise guest coming in 10 minutes. Boo. Oh, sure. <laughs> I'll tell you guys off air, but okay. a, a, a nice little surprise in 10 oh. minutes. Marie's Who? coming in to slap you in the face. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. It's one of the only impressions yeah. I do. That was my great. <laughs> oh, my dick was backwards. I so committed. It. You committed to it. in my stomach right there. Boo, 
boo 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 boo